John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Women of Wildin' Out podcast, you guys. Baby girl, baby boy. It's your girl, B. Simone. What they do, what they do, y'all? This your girl, Pretty B. What's up, y'all? We're back. It's your girl, Justina B. With Pretty B and B. Simone. We about to get y'all a show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're going to have the Women of Wildin' Out podcast a la carte. <laughs> Baby girl, baby boy, what's up? Welcome back to the Women of Wild and Out podcast with the ladies of Wild and Out. Control the mic. This is our world. From our perspective, I am your girl. You're beautiful, talented. Okay, I don't want to do my intro like that, but it's B Simone. And Pretty V is not here with us. I know y'all going to miss my baby, um, but I got my girl. The best freestyling female, redhead, beautiful, talented Justina Valentine. What's up, baby? Sis, my beautiful, manifesting, hardworking queen is in the building. B, what's up? And what's I know up? y'all can't see at home, but she got the blue Versace robot. She's just, <laughs> she's setting the tone. I'm trying to manifest. I'm. You got to act richer than what you are. Like, you know, it's like, okay, just put on a robe. Right. You know, walk around, act like you're in a mansion, not an apartment. I know Jesus. that's right. I love it, but you look amazing. And I'm excited to be here with you. I miss V, of course, but you know. Yes, we have a dope guest today that I will introduce later. She has been on the Women of Wild Now podcast before, but we brought her back. Some things have changed. So, you know, we need to, we need to have another discussion, but oh, I'll nice. save that for later. Where are you at, Justina? I'm on set. I actually just uh, wrapped up the uh, month's events with Nick. So I'm just here like in a little cubicle trying to find a little quiet space so, you know, we could get into it and and break it down for the ladies. Yeah. And B, it's so funny because, you know, like when I have my wrap-ups, I do my research and whatever and it's a little teleprompter or whatever, but it's always good to be prepared because the little teleprompter today wasn't working on time. So your girl really had to go off the tippity top. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's what you're professional at that, though. That's easy. Thank you, sis. Yeah, Nick was that's easy. Nick was funny after. He's like, that teleprompter wasn't moving, huh? I was like, no, he's like, yeah, I know you were saying whatever. But that's the good thing about us being in show business. And you're the same way. You're you're so great at just being on the spot with your comedy. It's like improv. Going yeah, with the like, flow. yep. You never know what's going to happen. And when you can just keep going and and let the show go on without a hitch, the audience has no idea. And those are the best moments. You know, the first time I ever read a teleprompter was, do you remember 106 in Park? Of course you do. Yes, yes. I I auditioned for 106 The Search. If y'all look it up on YouTube, my audition is still on there. And I made it to like the finals. No way. That was my first time I read a teleprompter. I was like, hey y'all, it's B. Simone. Welcome back to 106 They didn't (laughs) choose me. They chose Lil Bow Wow. I mean. I'm still mad at him. I threw out all his CDs. I would have too. I would have been like, no. Oh, but that's (laughs) cute. So did did you enjoy reading a teleprompter or were you like. I love the teleprompter. It's cool. You feel like 
you can you really doing something when you're you know I'm like dang I can really read but sometimes they had to change those words because I was like change the words that word is too big right you're like that's about seven syllables yeah but yeah I like the teleprompter but yeah that's the first time I read a teleprompter Mm -hmm. 106 so good I'm glad you're on set 106 in Park holla at me I mean now she's she don't even need the teleprompter at this point don't call me because my my price is way too high for y'all period I'm just kidding period I'm manifesting I'm manifesting yeah she's like I'm she's like I'm serious about the price but I'm kidding <laughs> that's how you manifest y'all you gotta talk like you already there like no I can't make it you know what me and my best friend do we play the manifest game okay so, but you have to like tell the person you're gonna play it so you should try this with people Ooh, around you yeah how do you play we're like okay we're gonna play the manifest game and we just talk as if we're already there in life so we'll be like yeah girl Will Smith called he wants to meet in London for lunch but it's like I don't know if that's gonna work because I've been on Tori Martin and Oprah you know we had that meeting with her at six so we just need to figure it all out like I hope Oprah isn't mad that I can't do the fucking movie but you know it's just too much on the table right now and I just need a break I need a vacation I love that that's <laughs> so cute so you have to talk like like we play the manifest game and we do it all day but sometimes I'll be like Bitch, are you manifesting or just lying? <laughs> right. Like, are we? <laughs> if you don't warn someone, they're going to be like, wait, what? Oprah asked you to be in a movie. You're a liar. You're, you are a fucking liar. Yeah, you're not showing up to your lunch date with Will. It's like, there's a lot going on. But speaking yeah, of. Uh, so you got to tell people. Speaking of, of busy women and manifesting, where is V today? Is she like on the set of another movie or? I don't know. I think she's traveling. You know, okay. we don't do, do you know, it, traveling. I'm so spontaneous. I'd be like, Brazil tomorrow? Cool. We off. Let's go. Passport ready. Come on. You know. Girl, I flight. know. V is like, she got a plan a month plan ahead. Yeah. She's like, um, you know, in May. I'm like, baby. I don't even know if I'm going to be alive in May. Call me in May. No, but I've been, Sweetie, I've been like, seeing all your Instagram posts, body on fleek. Okay, be Simone Fit. Thanks, because you are my close friends. Well, you know, I, 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 I need to know what that close friends is all about. So maybe we speak about it later. or Because you yeah, got to give me the we're going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, because I seen you were on it, and then Hitman's on it. And I'm like, all right, I got to pull up. To I got Hitman some, on it. I, he, that's he, what I figured. He's making bread. He's doing good. You know? Cute. I, we, me and my team providing that service for influencers. So if y'all want a close friends, I'll help y'all out, you know? Know, but, oh, cute. But speaking of a close friend, uh-huh. a mentor. Well, she ain't a mentor. She's damn near my therapist. But um, I want to introduce you guys to my love, my close friend, my relationship coach. She hates it when I call her a therapist because she's like, B, I'm not a therapist. I'm like, sweetie. Yes, you are. You are a therapist. Spicy Madi. My relationship coach is back on the Women of Wild and Out podcast. I know she was on here before, but give her a warm Women of Wild and Out welcome. Yes. Hi, ladies. Hi, Spicy. Hey, Spicy. Excited to be back with I you. I love you. I know. I didn't even know you was going to be on today because, you know, I'll be looking at everything last minute. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just assumed now that you the told producer them to like, be back. <laughs> yeah, we loved it. We loved you. You know, last time I was so in love and I was like, oh, my gosh, Spicy is helping me with my soulmate, my pers- purpose mate. A year later, broken up. Mm. Please help me again. It happens. It happens, right? (laughs) (laughs) When I told her, y'all, she was the first person I called when I, like, was devastated. And she was like, I am mind blown. The red signs were not there. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's perpetrators, right? So um, what, you know, I often notice is that when we don't pick up on it, it's because we truly believe that that person is showing up for us. They're being, you know, their authentic self. But like there was other flags that 
I feel like I saw that we weren't, that that we ignored, that were out of my control and that I needed to just guide you through. Um, And I think that's why everything is a learning experience. And so it was more about, okay, you know, the acceptance of this love that you had, but also um, being able to remove ourselves from the situation if it was toxic, if it wasn't healthy. And I think that's something that you are, are remarkable at, which a lot of women don't have that strength. I did so good. I haven't talked to him since the day I lived. Oh, my God. I cried every day for six days. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know, we can laugh about it, but it's, like, really sad, though. <laughs> That's it's amazing, so though. But, 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 okay, we talked about relationships last time. I was in a relationship. I had a boyfriend. Um, people know Justina has a boyfriend. She's very private with her, her boo, though. How do we get to the ring? We need to talk about that today. Like, because you're married, spicy. Yeah. You just had a beautiful son. He's awesome. Congratulations. God bless. Congrats. So give us some advice on, and you know what, actually, Justina, I don't even know if um, uh, you want to get married. I wonder if Justina wants to get married. Um, so do you, Justina? I want to get married. For me, honestly, I'm not super traditional um, okay. you know, with things like that, like I'm traditional as far as like, you know, family and stuff like that, you know, I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. So like, all oh, that's Im- important. But like, as far as marriage to me, especially not, you know, we be and, and married, like we don't live traditional lifestyles of what, you know, has, has been in place for women for years. So, um, marriage to me, honestly, is just a piece of paper. Cause I'll tell you right now, I definitely don't want the, I would never do the whole reception thing and all that. The mm-hmm. way I look at it is like, B, we have to be dressed up, makeup, hair done, body looking as good as we could get it to look, you know, every day. So to have to plan yeah. and spend all that bread on a wedding, like I'd rather, you know, keep going with real estate, put that money into crypto. Um, I feel like when you have that understanding with someone and you have that bond, you know, it is what it is. And marriage to me is just a piece of paper. So I don't need that. That's me personally. B, I feel like you're probably the opposite. Like you want the big like fairy oh, tale wedding. Million dollar wedding. <laughs> you better propose with knew. a helicopter. I already knew. I need you to come down and take me to the Maldives. I need to think we on a date and my whole family is behind the curtain. Right. Princess. I already knew. Crown. We in debt because of this ceremony. <laughs> but you guys are talking wedding, though. So, like, let's get yeah. one thing clear. There's a huge difference between wedding and how much marriage. money you're spending. Right. 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 And marriage. Right. And, I mean, like, studies do show that the more money that you spend on a wedding, the more likely you are to divorce because finance is usually the number one reason for divorce. So, I think, you know, Justina, what you're saying is a sound decision. But it be, you know, billion dollar B if you got it like that, like, <laughs> you know, and you can budget for it spend it Uh but when it comes to marriage though like we have a certificate we have a contract we have something for everything that we think official or is valid or we want you know receipts for everything and so when it comes to relationship that's no different and if our partner's afraid to sign on the dotted line to fully commit then i think that that's you know a sign as well like okay we need to be paying attention to this why are you afraid to give the ultimate commitment Man. because there's no way that they would sign on that million dollar deal without a contract Man. you know when it comes to our career like we we're like where's the paper show me my money like let's let's have all of this you know put in writing but when it comes to our love life we're like uh, i just want it to be magical i just want to hope and pray and wish on a star that this person shows up for me and the truth of the matter is is like yes it's it's it's, there is some business elements to it but there's also a spiritual element to it there's also a um, legal element that you have to respect and if you're afraid of that component then you know you may need to reconsider this commitment so how long do you think you have to date before um 
you know, you can, it's, what's too soon? Because, you know, Spicy, I was with my ex for 11 months. And if he would have proposed, I'd have been like, I damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but that's because you said there were some things you were apprehensive about me. Like, there really was. Yes, he I, was I, a good I don't dude. know if I would have said yes. You're right. There was. We have to keep we we have to keep it 100. Like you wanted to be married and you did love and care for him. But there was a lot of things that we were still ironing out and working for through sure that you were skeptical about. 100 percent. And so go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, so when it comes to marriage and one of the things that like you brought me into was like, hey, you know, how do I, you know, make healthy decisions during this relationship and create longevity? One thing is, you know, that and I coach specifically to this with my clients is the six levels of intimacy. Right. So like it's easy to feel the emotional intimacy sometimes. That's like the the raindrops, bubblegum feelings like, you know, the chemistry that you guys feel. It's even great to feel the physical intimacy, but that's the sexual intimacy that you feel. Yeah. The hard conversations are about the financial intimacy that nobody wants to talk Come on. about. What's your credit what score? What is in your account? How much money do you got in the bank? Do you have a savings? Like, Jesus. you know, do you do you, do you pay for your mama's rent? Like, we're not having those hard financial intimacy questions, and then we're also not having you know enough recreational intimacy, which is like the time that we spend and getting really to know our partner. We're not having the intellectual intimacy. Mm. What can I learn from you? What can you you know teach me? What can I also teach you? Do you have to and do so, all that before the sexual intimacy? Because I like this boy yes. and I want to do it to him. No. Okay. So like if it, it depends on what your intentions are, right? Like I'm not one of those, oh, you need to wait just for waiting sake. I don't agree with that. If you are in your um, either your hoe phase or you're in your, I just want to get my rocks off phase or I'm a you know strong independent woman and I don't love these men phase, whatever phase you're in, go ahead and get your freak on, let him hit it. And, you know, don't worry about the emotional intimacy. But if you are in a phase in your life where you want a real commitment and you want a hubby, then that takes strategy when it comes to how you govern your decision making in your life. Because those are two completely different goals. If you want to come, that's a completely different goal than I want to um, go enter into a, a business with my lover and build our empire and walk in alignment with our purposes together. Those are completely two different goals. So our behaviors have to be in alignment with our goals. So if you haven't had a lot of those tough, intimate conversations around the levels of intimacy that I'm describing, then you definitely shouldn't hop into the physical intimacy because the moment that you hop into the physical intimacy, you don't care about the intellectual intimacy. You don't care about the financial intimacy. You're like, oh my gosh, he made me feel so good. And you overlook the fact that he is living with his parents or, you know, that he's mm. got, you know, five baby mamas that he can't take care of. Like you will start to overlook things because of the oxytocins that are released from your body and the hormones that now make you think that you love someone when really this person is making you feel good, but not secure. If you don't feel safe and secure and you don't trust somebody, you should not be having sex with them. And oftentimes I will tell everyone, like, if you don't trust him with your social security number, if you don't trust him with the keys to your house, if you don't trust him with, um, you know, uh, to put even on the mortgage, why are we trusting him to come in between our legs? Man. And trust is the number one factor. If you don't trust this person, you shouldn't be sleeping with them. If you don't trust that they're committed to you, you shouldn't be. Even if it's like a sneaky link. Well, that's different. So I was saying, if if it if you want just a hook, but I'm saying you need to trust your sneaky link. 
you want to trust them with your health. Okay, yeah, you're right. But you don't need to trust them to be committed to you because if this is someone that you're just hooking up with, then you have no say. You have no rights. You're not entitled to complain if they got eight sneaky leak. Like, you you can't do that. So it's like, what are your intentions with this relationship and what is his intentions? And you guys want to be on the same page with that because that's how you're going to avoid getting hurt. So you need to have, have extensive conversations. I'm not going to do it to him, though. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about him at our session tomorrow. We have a, a, a relationship session tomorrow, so... Excited for you, baby. I can't wait. Oh, this conversation is getting juicy, but you guys, we will be right back. We have to take a break. Don't go anywhere. Get more info from Spicy Mati. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, y'all. Thanks for hanging tight. We are back with my girl, Justina Valentine, and my relationship coach, Spicy Maddy. All right, let's get into these juicy topics. So, Mari, I have a question for you. I already know, I believe, where B stands on it because I feel like we've touched on it before. But, like, as, Mm. you know, a relationship coach and, you know, you're so knowledgeable in this, how do you feel about cheating? Because the bottom line is, I think... 90 to 95% of men cheat. And that's being gracious. It might be like 98%. You know, and especially depending on what you consider cheating, because obviously it's other ways to cheat than just having sex, you know? So how do you feel about that as far as being a coach? If if so many men cheat, do you suggest Mm. giving someone a second chance? Or is it like, that's just the deal breaker? And you better find that 3% that doesn't cheat. I think that it's based on each person. So just like you said, you're not tripping off a marriage and B is like, hell to the knot, I need to be married. So is cheating. If cheating is a non-negotiable for you, then you have to honor that. That is not a deal breaker for everybody. Some people care more about like how much money he makes than is he faithful. There are certain things that a lot of women are willing to sacrifice and men too, they'll sacrifice certain things. But when it comes to the cheating component, if that's something that you are like, absolutely not, I need to know that you are loyal to me and only me and this is a a monogamous relationship then you have to honor that and you can't stay in a relationship if that is a deal breaker for you even if he does um break the deal breaker can you and do you believe that you're capable of trusting this person again and is he willing to do the work to heal the heal himself and invest in this relationship enough to mend it do you think every man I don't believe every man cheats because the number that she just said was in the 90th percentile. And that's wrong. It's like in the okay. 40th percentile. Maybe just in New York. Uh, so, maybe just New York. Statistically, it's 40 percent. It's 40 percent. Statistically, it's in the 40th percentile. And women, it's in the 30th percentile. Here, so here's the problem. It's, and it's not that far off. It's like a, a difference of like six percent between men and women. But. We have this idea that all men cheat and we put that rhetoric out there. Then we believe it. Then we behave in a way. And then you attract men that cheat. Yeah. Then we attract men that cheat. Then we manifest the cheating. But here's here's the thing, B. Probably the type of guys that you and me would like. I think that category of men does have a higher percentage of cheating than the overall percentage of all the men in the world. No, because the man at Walmart is cheating on on the (laughs) the boo down the street. (laughs) 
He is, so, but he doesn't have as good of options. Meaning, like, if you have no access to a Rihanna or a B Simone, but or these men B, are not cheating on us with Rihanna. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is the higher you get and the more successful the man is and the more money he has and so on and so forth, he has more options that are better options. Yeah, the Walmart guy can True. cheat, but he can't cheat with anyone that's, you know, probably that much better than the wife he has. Whereas if your man is super rich and powerful, he's going to have good But he options. usually doesn't cheat with anybody that's better than the girl he has. Which is even if he's super successful. I mean, which that's is men, period. True. Yeah. That's men, period. I'm like, sir. <laughs> but to, to, <laughs> to B's point, um, it really doesn't, his profession doesn't make him a cheater. Right. So like the access and the exposure isn't what makes you a cheater. What your makes you a cheater is your, your character. Values make Correct. You a cheater. So if you are not someone who values commitment and you aren't able to commit in, you know, all these other areas in your life, you know, you're kind of whimsical. You um, give in to temptation. You don't have any self-control. Then that could be the man at Walmart or the the NFL player or the CEO of a top firm. Like, and to your point though about like power and success, yes, those things make you sexier and more, you know, pussy does get thrown your way. But if you're a man of integrity, you're still gonna say no either way. It doesn't matter if someone comes at you a hundred times, it doesn't matter if someone comes at you twice. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying on that, but I, Jesus. I still do think, like, the situation kind of controls how loyal a man mm. is. Because the Walmart guy, right, might have five girls that come through, you know what I mean, the checkout, and he might be like, oh, I would hit it. But the really rich, powerful guy, if he also has fame, fame to me is the highest qualifier. The yes, to show if a guy's going to cheat. Because if he has the money... And the power and the fame, his DM is going to be flooded with so many bad bitches that he's going to have to be a saint not to cheat. That's just my opinion. And I could be wrong. But that's, no, you're not wrong. That's the difference between the Walmart it's, yeah, guy. It's harder. It's harder. Yeah. You're not wrong. It, it, if he's above six feet, his DM is being flooded. Period. <laughs> so, <laughs> And he don't even got to have a job. Right. So, okay. like, you're not wrong when it comes to... Um, because because one thing that women will always do is they are attracted to men with money and power. Right. So will the mm. Walmart person get as much women thrown at him? No. But women are still always in desire of relationship, of love, of access to he the somebody. money that you have. Right. Like we we are always um on the hunt and always looking. And yeah. so the temptation is going to be there, but it's like you really do want to vet your partner before you go all in. And it's not even to say that your partner can't change. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have started at the bottom. Now he's here mm -hmm. and at the top of his game and he can't he doesn't he doesn't resist temptation anymore. You may not be in a position where you're ready to walk away from him if he did cheat. Dang, so right. is this person really proving to you in a way that makes you feel safe that it's not going to happen again. And if that is a non-negotiable for you, then he has to show you through his behaviors, through his actions, not just through his words. Right. So if you, if, if okay, I was, I had a boyfriend, so it was not easy. I definitely was devastated, but it was easy to walk away from my, easier to walk away from my non-negotiable because we didn't have no bank accounts. We didn't have no kids. Right. I wasn't married. I didn't have to go through a divorce. We didn't just have a wedding. That it was like, okay, 11 months in, next. I'm going to go date somebody else. If you doing all this 11 months in, I'm not walking down the aisle thinking about that. 
like you know so yeah. let me just if it's a boyfriend mix. i would say right. like mm, are we what but are how we, do you feel like for? okay 10 years in three kids mm, cheating mm-hmm. it's harder i'm of the notion that if my man cheats right we have a home together we have a business together i have my child with him i just had a newborn i am not going anywhere mm. okay blood in blood out so, and I'm a you part of a divorce. Not. I'm not going anywhere. Like, we just going to work through this. Mm. And because oh, if is, you're married. You're saying I, right now? I'm married right now. I'm telling you, as a, even a relationship expert who does not condone, and that is a non-negotiable, a deal breaker for me. Got any you. boyfriend in the past that would have cheated, I would have been out of there. Because that is just Got a you. prelude to how they're going to behave when we're married. Right. Got but you. now that I'm a wife... And I have all of these things that I I truly love just as much as, you know, I love him. We have built um, so much together. If he were to make a mistake or stumble like that, um, because I have witnessed his character through so many things um, in his, his progressive mindset, yeah. his purposeful mindset, I know that if he were to fall when it comes to the cheating, that that's a situation where he would work so hard to redeem himself. Mm, like he's not you. someone who just like lets things fall by the wayside. It would really have been a mistake, I believe. And we would work through it. We'd be in Got therapy. You. We would be in a program. And so you think that's healthy to vocalize that? Because some women say, I mean, I wouldn't leave, but I ain't going to tell him that. I think that it's okay to be honest with yourself and I'm also very honest with him. Like, and I, I, I know this is, it's actually a, something you're not supposed to do from a mental health perspective, um, but I'm very tit for tat. So I let him know, <laughs> and you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to be tit for tat. Um, but I let him know, you get it licking. You think that there's somebody that I don't got, like, that looks good, that I would totally, like, you know, have fun have with. Have sex with, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, like, you get one in, I get one in. And that's a totally wrong mindset to have, okay? I'm, I'm putting that disclaimer <laughs> out there. But would you um, do yeah, but that? I'm just letting you know. <laughs> but would you but do I'm that, just letting Mari? you know that, that I, would I do that in the... Yeah, like, let's say if he, he cheated on up. me. Yeah. If he slipped up, Ooh, I would have to be such a big person. I don't know if I have enough Jesus in me to not. <laughs> However, I know it's the healthy thing, right? So like right. I'm self-aware enough to know, like I want to do this bad behavior if he were to do that. However, it only makes the problem worse, right? Mm-hmm. Because right. now there's two things to forgive versus that one thing to forgive and heal. Wow. And now we have to work on not just him healing himself and whatever voids he had that made him cheat in the first place, but now we have to work on me healing myself and why I'm so petty and tit for tat. Mm-hmm. And then getting right. him to forgive me now for it. So it's like I'm adding on to, to the, the original sin. Yeah, trying to get to I'm the adding solution. on. Mm. Yeah, so it's the Dang. wrong thing to do. However... Um, <laughs> I can't promise that I wouldn't, right? Because emotions take over in those moments and you should be thinking more with the logical perspective. But that's why shit happens because we get emotional and we're human and mistakes happen and we try to correct mistakes with other mistakes. And that's really not what we should be doing. So I would try to control myself and not do that. But I might see red. You never know. I might right. be know. like, B, I'm going out with you tonight. And <laughs> right. shit. I'm like, you don't want to come out with me, sweetie. I am not a man magnet. Ain't nothing over here. <laughs> I'd be out like, hello, look at me, look at me, I'm a girl, TV, 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 Guys be like, you are so funny, sis. <laughs> but I always, I'm trying to have sex with you. But I, I always say, B, that's because like of what a, a strong woman you are and like what a powerful voice you have. Like men are just intimidated by it. You do too and you have a whole boyfriend. I know, I mean, but, I had a boyfriend but you know what? Hooked. You know what it is? Even as aggressive as I am and like, you know, people would say we have more like, 
man characteristics. I'm not just talking about how I look. You know what they like to say in the show. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the way we act, it, it's still a time and a place. Like, when I'm with my man, and this is why I do, like, a certain type of man. Like, I like very manly men, thugged out, rough. Like, I can't have, like... Yeah, a, but, yeah. but that's just because of how I am. So when I'm with my man behind closed doors, I am, like, you know, like, more demure. Like, I succumb to him in, in that he is the man, you know? But, the man, yeah. Exactly. But I think it's only a, a certain type of man that goes for a female like us because we are not just the little, like trophy girl that's not gonna yeah. say much like we are a whole personality out here and yep. we have our own life and our own thing going so that's the only reason why i think people cis you and stuff because they're too you know intimidated so to do otherwise i'm like i'm trying to give you head stop calling me serious <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i definitely want to get more into that because i definitely feel that it's two ways to look at that topic but let's take a little break and we'll be right back to delve into that even further. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> but that gets me to to gender roles because like what do you believe about that spicy like gender roles and then these ladies proposing nowadays I would never right okay so propose this is a, this is a to sensitive your man. topic this is a sensitive topic because um we want and desire so um, much success and power for ourselves, right? Like the dynamics have changed as far as gender roles have concerned from our for our parents and our parents' parents, right? So we're for the first time, I think, also learning and getting the hang of our gender roles and what our gender roles look like in 2022. It no right. longer is just us like us barefoot and pregnant waiting at home for someone to take right. care of us. So we've lost a lot of our feminine energy. And because a lot of us have been raised by either single parent homes who had to be the mom and the dad or, you know, um, you know, our father wasn't there to give us that balance of masculine and feminine energy in the household. Um, we've taken a lot of responsibility on ourselves to do that when it comes to parenting and when it comes also to just our decision making and how to navigate and also right. the role that we play in relationship. We don't know also how to pivot between our masculine and feminine energy because now we're such boss bitches in the workplace that that requires very masculine energy. Uh, masculine energy, for those who don't understand, is um, uh, a very strong, direct energy that guides. It's a competitive energy. It's an energy that is stern, an energy that's quick to, to make decisions. A feminine energy is going to be more free-flowing, at ease, allowing, loving, caring, nurturing, right? So there's a difference between those. And when we are born, we're born with both energies. But based on our environment, based on our upbringing and our experiences and our parents. How you're raised, who you're we, around. Yeah, mm -hmm. who we're around. We choose a certain energy to lean into. What works for us with well, the successes that we've seen. Well, when I'm, when I'm 
feminine, I, you know, I reap these benefits. When I'm in my masculine energy, I reap these benefits. And us as career women, our masculine energy has served us to make bank. Because mm, when right. we, you know, do make those boss decisions, when we, you know, are aggressive, when we are assertive, like that's mm. how decisions get made in the workplace. And when we get home and we have to sit in our feminine energy, because now we want a very masculine man who's a leader and who, you know, guides us, it's hard to pivot. And a lot of boss women don't know how to pivot, which is why my whole business exists, because I get a lot of these, you know, women who are making, you know, well over, you know, six, seven figures. And they're like, damn it, I'm beautiful and I make a lot of money. Why don't I have a partner? Why is my Mm, relationship suffering? And they very much want a very, you know, masculine man, but they don't know how to pivot. They don't know and how to switch between energies back and forth. It it is true. And you have to, there has to be a balance. It it is true. Cause even like sometimes when I'll get home and I've been like either just shooting a season or or gone or, or working all day, you come home and it's like, you're still, on that wavelength. And then, like, I've gotten in a fight with my man. He'd be like, all right, Justina, the cameras are off. I'm like, what cameras, <laughs> motherfucker? Like, what cameras? So it's like, you still, you know, that energy is, like, still here. And sometimes, I mean, like, even I know for me, it does take a little bit to, like, I right, like, come down off Get that out of it. a little mm-hmm. bit. But I agree with you, B. Like, even though I'm not very traditional, like, proposing to the man is like, uh-uh. Because no matter what, I feel like your man's supposed to like you and love you a little bit more than you do him. Yeah. So, like, uh-uh. Facts. The I man agree on that ass. wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. A lot of us are tripping because we're getting into a relationship with people who are lukewarm about how they feel about us. And we yeah. want a partner so bad that we will receive that. I am of the, the notion that if you don't worship me, I can't fuck with you. Period. Come on. I need I you to right. worship my dirty draws. I need you to be so into me because that also makes us feel as women cherished and more confident when it comes to our decision making yeah. and how yes. we navigate. And a man has to be more into you than you are to him. For but sure. the problem See, is, is we're attracted to men who ain't that into us. Yeah, because I, I, I be too easy. Like the man, boy I met, when the man, the grown man I met, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know, come out. We're going out. Let's have a drink. I was like, I'm not going out. I'm so tired. Of he was like, you are so beautiful. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the club. <laughs> 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 All he had All to right. do was call me beautiful. I said, I am on the way. <laughs> He was like, you are so beautiful. I was like, okay, let's go to the club. So what happened after you went to the club? club. <laughs> I want the tea. So what happened? This you is the a club. close friend story. I'm okay, doing okay. It on a story time on my close friends tonight. So both of y'all story. are my close friends. Y'all will hear the close friends, but that's my little boo. Well, uh-huh. I hope you don't hear this. Hey. <laughs> oh, you know I'm already gonna manage. I'm gonna manage this. I'm gonna be like doing the check-ins with you. Like, okay, did he do this? I know. Did he do that? I, Is he your pizza? Is he this? Is he that? Like, I'm we gonna need, check we're in starting with you. tomorrow. Spicy. Me yes. and Spicy are starting all the way over because I have been. She has been my relationship coach, ship coach for a little over a year now, actually. Yes. And when I met her, see, she's a magnetic matchmaker. matchmaker right? Yes, did I say that right. Um, so she helps you meet your purpose mate in life. I already mm. thought I had my purpose mm-hmm. mate. Oh, I was so stupid. B was trying but, to sell him to me. <laughs> you know, oh, really? I, so I think it's him. we went to her together. He was in oh, wow. therapy and everything. He, wow. was doing, he was doing the work. He was, making like he was doing the work. He's a nice person. So his whole energy and his um, aura is lovable. I see what she loved about him. However, okay. when it comes to um, lifestyle and when it comes to his decision making and his past, while you don't want to be judged on your past, your past is a prelude to your decision making for the future. Right. And based on his decision making, there were certain things that we needed to address and that we need to be mindful of while she was dating him. And because I didn't have a say in picking him, 
Um, and that happens all the time. Couples come to me for um, relationship counseling all the time. Yeah. And I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I don't think you should be with him. You need to be with someone else. I'm like, okay, how do we make this relationship work? How do we work? fix this or make yeah. this work? Okay. Yeah. Because so, I'm of the notion that we don't break up unless we need to walk away. Right. Uh, super non-negotiable, right. Yeah. So do you think, do you guys think then that men can change? Because you mentioned the past and, you know, what people's track records are. So do you think a person can change? And is it their partner that changes them? Or is it just that they're ready in their own life to change? Your I partner can expose can you to different things, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that inspires you. Mm. So um, it's called grow through mate regulation. So, so what that looks like is, is, um, I can introduce you to art. I can introduce you to science. I can introduce you to all of these things with culture, self-help, but that doesn't necessarily mean that because I'm introducing you to that, that you're going to latch on and take that for yourself. You have to want your own self-growth. You have to want to evolve on your own. So your partner can definitely evolve, but you need to look for the evidence of that. They can't just say, I want to grow. You have to actually look, okay, did he do, um, his growth assignment? Did he do, um, you know, make those phone calls to the doctor like he said he would. Right. Did he, you know, do his rehab? Like, you have to look at the things that he's actually doing in order to evolve. Did he make evolve. that investment on time mm. like he said he would? Like, is he keeping the commitment to his growth that he said he would? And his past, yes, is a prelude. I do think that your past mm-hmm. decisions um, are a reflection of you, but that doesn't mean that you're stuck in that. So there has to be evidence, clear evidence that this person has pulled themselves out and that they are preparing for a different future and outcome. Because mm, we all want to grow. We all want to be better than we were in our past. But like if he cheated on his ex and he's already cheated on you. Right. And now he's come promising on. he's not going to cheat. Okay, come on now. What are we doing, ladies? Right. Okay, you guys. We had Spicy Madi on here. It was juicy. We had so many combos, so many good discussions. I hope you guys got some gems. But we have to bring her back next week for part two. Love you. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.